When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Album, the author of the book, Tuesdays with Maury, upon which this podcast is inspired. Lisa Goitsch, my friend and producer, is alongside. We have not seen each other for a couple no. of weeks because I have been down in South America enjoying myself. Nice, <laughs> finally. <laughs> try to give it some sort of significance, but uh, <laughs> there wasn't any. Yeah, it was it just, is the significance, yeah, Mitch. It's just taking time to enjoy yourself in life and to enjoy the the world i've never been to uh, almost all the countries we went to ecuador peru chile argentina and uh uruguay nice and beautiful country beautiful people uh, and it and of course when you travel it gets you thinking about many things um when you're at home you tend to think about just the survival of your everyday and how do you navigate work and the family, the neighborhood, American life, taxes, things like that. And when you start to travel, you realize, well, there are people having to navigate a whole lot more than that. Uh, many people in the countries that I mentioned live in impoverished circumstances. And it, you can see that they're, they're, they're getting by on very, very little. You found out that some of the places that we went to, the average Salary was sort of the equivalent of about maybe four or five hundred American dollars a month. Mm, uh, and that's wow. what people lived on. And you wonder, well, how can they do that? And how can they live? And so you ask yourself that question, you know, how could they, how, how are they able to do it? And then you follow up with, would I be able to do it? Would I be able to live on that type of money? And that's, that's sort of the exercise we do all the time when we sort of compare um, the strength that we think we would or would not have under certain circumstances. Would we be able to deal with uh, the housing there? Would we be able to deal with the lack of air conditioning there? Would we be able to deal with the money there? And this occurred to me when I read this story, which perhaps you have been following in the news, but I find it to be a very instructive one in ways perhaps that you have not thought of yourself. And that is the story of these four children who oh. survived this plane crash in the Amazon jungle yes. for 40 days. Little ones, after too. the plane went down. Yeah. Have you been reading about this story, Lisa? Yes, and they were little ones. Some, three of the four kids were very little. And, and the oldest of them was, uh, I think, like 13 or something, maybe. But that's still young <laughs> to be able to survive on your own in a yeah. plane crash. and. And then take care of your younger siblings, you know, um, to well, make that's sure. kind of the point, though, that I, I want to make. So so w if you would have heard just the details of the story, a, a plane crash. Happens in the Amazon jungle. 
and four children, Colombian children, the oldest of which is 13, the oldest of which. The next is nine. Think of yourself as at nine or think of your anybody you know who has nine-year-old children. The next is four. And the next is one, not even one, really just 11 months. Unbelievable. Now, your immediate assumption would be, well, they won't last, right? If it crashed in the middle of Tulsa, Oklahoma, they might have a hard time. Right. But in the middle of the Amazon jungle, for 40 days, how could they possibly survive? I mean. Well. (laughs) I don't even know how. Right. But what did they do? They took a sack of farina, basically flour. They got that. They hid in tree trunks because there were snakes, animals, all kinds of mosquitoes that they had to deal with. So they would hide in the tree trunks. They ate seeds and some fruit that they found in the jungle and they survived for 40 days. They were found with two small bags containing some clothes, a towel, a flashlight, two useless cell phones, a soda bottle, which they used to collect water. That's smart. Yeah. By the way, with children, how would they even know to do that? Well, one was 13 years old and obviously sort of figured that out. Mm -hmm. On top of this, by the way, they said that their mother had survived for about four days after the plane crash. I didn't see that part. And the mother had urged them to sort of go on and look for help. They were flying with her from one village to another when the Cessna single-engine propeller plane went down. The pilot had declared emergency. The three adults were eventually found dead, but the children survived. Now, the thing is that, as you said, Lisa, how on earth could they do that? I would never be able to do that. But my point is that there are times in life and circumstances in life where you find strength that you did not think you had. These kids, I'm sure if you would ask them ahead of time, do you think that you could survive in a plane crash in the jungle for 40 days? At least a 13-year-old would probably have said, no, there's no way. But when forced with having to deal with the circumstances, they found strength that they didn't know that they had. If you would ask them if they could survive without their mother, for a month, all alone, I'm sure that they would have said there's no way that they could do that, but they found strength. I wonder if there's something to a child surviving that's easier than an adult surviving because a child comes with less worrisome baggage in their heads. You know what I mean? Like adults can think through things like, oh my gosh, what if this happens, then this is going to happen, then this is going to happen. Children sort of have a more clean slate. Like I think I would just worry myself to death and and there is no way on God's green earth I would go inside of a tree trunk. I can tell you that right <laughs> now. that's not going to happen. Um, I would be too scared to even do that. I mean, I know you say, oh, well, if it's survival, uh-uh, uh-uh, I can't. 
I, okay. I, because I, I would think too far ahead, but kids don't think about those things. Well, See? that's true, but kids, on the other hand, think of other things. Kids imagine monsters where there aren't any, right? Yeah, kids, well, so kids, do I. But. Well, okay. <laughs> um, you know, kids, I mean, there are pros and cons to it. Kids could worry themselves into just a, a, a stupor, basically, a frozen, wouldn't be able to move about at all. But these kids, now granted, they weren't kids from the suburbs of L.A. They were Colombian kids who had had some familiarity with jungle life. Well, that's true. But still, they weren't Mowgli They're from the Jungle Book. You know, they were, they were kids and they found their way. But what's to be drawn from this is that there are moments in life where you will have to find strength that you didn't think that you had. And frequently you will find it. We'll be back with more Tuesday People right after this. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Maury had to find that strength when he first discovered that he had ALS. He didn't think that he would ever have to face anything like that, so he wasn't prepared for it. He wasn't spending the years building up to it, thinking, okay, if I ever get a terminal illness, this is what I'm going to do. No. Yeah. He just said, all of a sudden, he had to face it, and he did. And he ended up facing it with enormous strength, enormous calm, uh, enormous philosophy, because he had no choice. Listen to this sort of moment where he confronted the fact that he had the same disease as Lou Gehrig, after whom it was named. And Lou Gehrig once said, today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Earth, not because earth, he got, earth. Got, yeah, not because he got Lou Gehrig's disease or ALS, but because he had had a great career to that point and he wasn't going to lament it. Well, Maury didn't say, I'm the luckiest man on the face of the earth. But he had a different reaction. Here it is. So, there I was. And the second thought is, what am I going to do? Am I going to withdraw into depression, anger, bitterness, resentment, rage at the world? And say, you did this to me, to hell with you. I won't have anything to do with you. Or, I say, I've got 
year, two, who knows how long to live. I'm going to make use of it. I'm going to do something with the rest of my life. And I'm going to remain composed. And I have that defined in my aphorisms. I'm going to be dignified. I'm going to be high-spirited. I'm going to be humorous. I'm going to be brave. I'm going to be related to people. I'm going to be loving. So that was Maury in the jungle when the plane went down, confronting the question of what am I going to do? Am I going to withdraw into depression, anger, bitterness, resentment, rage at the world? Like you said, Lisa, panic, freeze, worry yourself to death as to what happened. Would you do that or would you, or would you confront the situation and say, well, this is what's in front of me. And as Maury said, maybe I've got a year left or two years left. And you're in the jungle and you say, maybe I've got a day left or two days left, a week left, two weeks left, but maybe someone will come find me in that time. Yeah. I don't know. That's a hard one. I still think jungle, jungle adds some, uh, some unknowns. You know what I mean? Well, I guess mm-hmm. it's known as a sickness or something when you have that, right? I mean, you don't right. know if you're going to have a day or two days or, or five days. Um, well, which would you rather have? A plane crash in the jungle where you have a chance of surviving, you're intact, your body is okay, it's just the elements you have to take on and you have to hope that someone's going to come rescue you, or a terminal illness that they give you that they say, well, you can hope that maybe someone invents a cure, but meanwhile, your life's going to be very, very difficult, very challenging medically, which would you take? That is a very big question, Mitch. Ah. I would, I would, I would gear toward. I, I would lean toward the being in my own bed and knowing what's going to happen, rather than being in the jungle and not knowing. Ah, but it's a hard one. I think that's an interesting question for our listeners too. Yeah, I mean, the one in the jungle. Yeah, it's frightful, and there's all kinds of really terrible ways to die. But there's also a way that you could live out like these children. Yeah. Get out and live and live out the rest of your life. Whereas a terminal illness, if it's really terminal and there's really no hope for cure, it doesn't even offer that. Wow. Yeah, it that's offers a, a bed. That's a good question. That's a big question. I well, gonna... which, whichever way you choose, if you choose to forage through the jungle for berries and for fruits and using a soda bottle for water and hiding in tree trunks, or if you choose to take on a terminal illness and say, you know, I will, uh, I will face this. I will be able to take this on and face this and face this in a way that, that uh, keeps my dignity, my, allows me to focus on my strength and to deal with it however best I can. Either one of it requires a certain amount of courage and a certain amount of, yeah, strength that you may not have thought you had. And that's what's important to take away from this. All right. Not every example has to be extreme. Not every example has to be a jungle or a terminal illness. Sometimes it could just be, I got fired. Uh, I'm I'm never going to survive this. You know, I got fired. I lost my job. But then you find the strength. You find the strength. A breakup. A breakup. You say, how would I ever get by? This person was my everything. But you find unexpected strength that you didn't think you had. You, you lose a loved one, a parent, to a terminal illness. You say, what is the world going to be like now that my parent isn't in it? 
how will I get by? But you find the strength to get by in it. You improvise, you find the berries, you find the seeds, you find the tree trunks that you're hiding in, the proverbial ones. And life is not the same as it was before, but it wasn't for these kids either. Yeah. Life is what the way you have to now navigate to get through. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I think everybody has some of that strength. If a 13, 9, 4, and 1-year-old have it, it speaks to the fact that we probably all have it. And Lisa, when you said, well, it's easier when you're a kid, well, we all, all of our kid experiences are still in us. Everything yeah. that we went through as a child is still inside of us. So if we can somehow channel that, say, all right, let me get that spirit back. Let me think like that again. You will have the courage that you had when you were a child that you think you don't have now. You can. But there is unexpected strength inside the human form, inside the human spirit, unexpected strength. And we hope that you don't ever have to have it tested for sure. But if there comes a time where it's going to be tested, don't be so sure you don't have it in you. Don't be so sure that you're not capable of surviving those 40 days in the jungle. You may have more than you think. Keep your wits about you. Think about what's important only for that day. Yeah. Not for six weeks later, but for that day. I'm sure the kids were just thinking, how do we, how do we feed ourselves for the day? How do we keep ourselves warm for the day? The next day to get up is next night. Okay, how do we feed ourselves for the day? How do we keep yourself warm for the day? I mean, it's amazing, too, that the kids knew exactly what things they could eat and what things they couldn't eat. I mean, obviously, they didn't eat anything that they couldn't eat because none of them died from eating anything poison, you know? Right, right. But that that's amazing to me. Like, whatever they did and whatever they used to survive was the right thing to do, you know? Well, I'm sure we're going to find that out relatively soon because if somebody hasn't already made a movie deal offer with these kids then there just must not be enough airplanes there because this is one of those classic stories. And I'm sure there's those movie producers are chasing it, but it's amazing story. They're they're chasing it for maybe the wrong reasons to me that the, the, it's not about the daring rescue or the daring, you know, finding their way to, you know, safety. What, what it's about is, is, Facing the circumstance that you're given and finding strength that you didn't think you had. Yeah. Facing the circumstance you're given and finding strength you didn't think you had. That's the key. All right. We enjoyed getting back together with you. If there are a little respite, we'll speak to you again in seven days. We thank you for joining us. Check out wetuesdaypeople.com on the web for previous shows and topics and discussion groups, etc. Until we see you one more time with Lisa Goitsch, my friend and producer, I'm Mitch Album saying, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because after all, we're Tuesday People.